Your reasons for listening to this show, well, those are your own. But just keep in mind that the views, information, or opinions expressed on the Tuttle Daily Podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of our sponsors. Yeah, it's called free speech, people. Nobody's forcing you to listen. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Make sure you go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. Now, the reason that I'm giving you that website, I want you guys to be able to go there because I, I wanted to make this as easy as possible for everyone. They are having the Orlando Weekly Best of Orlando competition that they have every single year. Now, I started my podcast last March, right at the beginning of the pandemic. So I really didn't feel like I was on the level of some of these other podcasts. But this year, I really do think my podcast has grown. The quality has grown. The audience has grown because of the the supporters, word of mouth. So what I'm trying to say is I at least want to be nominated. So go to Tuttle.net. You're going to find a banner there that's going to direct you directly to the Orlando Weekly webpage. And the category is Best Podcast Not on the Radio. You're going to have to you're going to have to write me in and make sure you write in write in the show as the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I want to keep it as uniformed as possible so there's no like mistakes, you know, they're like, "All right, we got Tuttle Show, the Tuttle Daily Podcast." Uh, the TDP podcast, whatever it may be. Just make sure you put in the Tuttle Daily Podcast. So I tell you guys all the time how you could get a hold of me. I, I wish that I could be able to take a live phone calls, but I can't. There are two ways that you can get a hold of me. You can email me Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Hey, what's up, Tuttle? I was just wondering when you're going to be back on Bubba's show. We missed you on there. Uh, I know you didn't get on the last one because Bubba had COVID. But, uh, yeah, let us know uh, when you're going to be back on there because there's a lot of views, a lot of subscriptions that go on when you're on Bubba's show. And also can benefit your show. Also, uh, I was wondering if you uh, got those codes uh, from the PT Cruiser. Just to keep an eye out, if you ever see code 171, that's a very important one. That's the uh, the fuel rail issue on Bank One, uh, or I should say lack of fuel. Uh, that can actually cause catalytic converter and all kinds of problems with a car can shutter. Which can cause a lot of other uh, sensors to go off. Hey, man, I really, really appreciate the voicemail. All right, so let let me hit the least of the two problems. Uh, The PT Cruiser is finally fixed now, and I will keep that code in mind. So I really, really appreciate that one. If any of you guys have a PT Cruiser and you want to get the code, you don't turn the engine on. You, 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 You turn it forward three times. And then the error code, the problem that you're actually having with the car will pop up. Now, to the most important question there, yes, I was not able to be on Bubba's show uh, last month. I was supposed to be on on the 15th, but everybody on the show ended up getting COVID. Now, I kind of messed up. I don't want anybody to think, like, I'm mad because I've already talked to Shannon Burke. But if you remember that I ended up talking about somebody having a problem with me at Florida Man Radio, I get it. I don't know exactly what I did wrong. And I probably most likely should not have talked about it. And I don't want anybody to be mad at Bubba. Uh, You know, 
I am completely to blame for the whole situation. But as far as I know, I do not think I will be making appearances on the terrestrial show. Now, that is not out of the question for me to be able to do a Twitch show or to be able to do, to do an exclusive show for the Bubba Radio Network on their Twitch channel. Yes, I messed up. I shot myself in the foot. So I don't think you're going to hear me on any of the terrestrial shows. I don't want any of you guys to think that I'm blaming Shannon Burke or anybody at Florida Man Radio because guess what? I haven't talked to Shannon. We smoothed everything over. He texted me. I apologize. I said I should not have jumped to conclusions. And I, I like everybody at Florida Man Radio. You know, I am one of the biggest Ed Till fans that you're ever going to find because, guys, the first radio station I ever worked at was Real Radio. Well, second radio station I ever worked at. But one of the ones that I cut my teeth at, the one that I made the biggest name at was Real Radio 104.1. I grew up listening to Real Radio 104.1 and Ed Till is an Orlando legend. So. I pretty much like everybody there at Florida Man Radio and whoever I piss off. Listen, I'm down on bending knees right now. I will do whatever it takes to make you guys be happy with me. So whoever is mad at me, if anybody at Florida Man Radio is listening to this podcast, I don't think that they will be, but I'm sorry. Let me know what I need to do to make amends, and I will do it. Last week, I debuted my new newscaster, the person that reads all of my news stories from this point forward, and she goes by the name Queen of the South. And I got to tell you, the reason why I have somebody now reading the news stories, because I've always thought that it always sounds better when you have somebody reading a news story besides the host, so I can start and stop, I can make my comments, I can create a newsreader, I can do whatever I want to do. And I think the Queen of the South, because I got a lot of feedback from people that saying that said that they absolutely love my new uh, newscaster, the Queen of the South. Hey, y'all, this is the Queen of the South reporting the news for the Total Daily Podcast. Have I got a story for you. And guys, I'm I'm being completely honest. I did not write that tagline for her. Have I got a story for you? No, that that is something that she came up with all on her own. And a lot of people have been asking a lot of questions about the Queen of the South. Coming up in the last segment of today's show, I have a one-on-one interview just kind of touching the surface to be able to get to know the new uh, newscaster for the Tuttle Daily Podcast. The manager of the Minnesota Movie Theater sold cocaine? I'm sure a lot of you guys are absolutely hating this. Because, listen, radio people, uh, radio listeners, radio supporters, radio podcast listeners, they hate everything at first. They, they absolutely hate change. But you're not going to hear anything like this in the news, like broadcast news, local news, national news. Could you imagine if Lester Holt said, manager, manager, manager of a popcorn stand at a movie theater? Hidden in a bag of popcorn to a police informant? According to court reports, Jamie Lynn Henniker, 39, was named yesterday in a criminal complaint charging her with narcotics sales. Henniker is the general manager of the Four Screen Spotlight Theater in Mankato. I got a little lost in translation there. It just sounded like she put three words together to name the city where this four screen movie theater was, and she just picked three random words man, cake, toe. This movie theater in Mancake Toe, they sell you cocaine and your popcorn. A city 80 miles from Minneapolis. See, I need to listen to these news reports. See, but I also want to hear them for the first time. I want to get my real reaction 
whenever I listen to these. I, I wonder if George Floyd ever went to Man Cake Toe and got some cocaine in a, in a bucket of popcorn. I'm just, I'm just saying. The only time that I have ever, like, well, I haven't. You know, there, there's always all those, like, uh, you know, rumors or urban legends about guys in the bottom of the popcorn bucket and sticking their penis in it. It's called the popcorn surprise trick. I just don't understand how anybody keeps an erect penis with all that butter and salt in the bucket. If convicted of the felony drug court, Henniker faces a maximum 20-year prison term and a fine of up to $250,000. Hinker was a target of a Minnesota River Valley Drug Task Force. An investigator reported that he knew through previous investigations that Henniker worked at a movie theater and the sale of cocaine typically took place behind the theater in an alley or at the theater in a popcorn container with popcorn. In a phone call with Henniker, a confidential informant last year arranged for the purchase of $100 worth of cocaine. I could only imagine, like, there is, like, some type of sign or signal you get whenever you order this popcorn. Like, do you go, like, hey, I want the... Because a lot of these movie theaters, you can get that uh, a refill bucket. Costs you, like, 50, 60 bucks. But when you go into the movie theater, you buy a bucket, but then you can always come back and get it refilled the same day. But when you get that bucket, do you have to go, like, rub your nose and go, and they give you the popcorn that has the cocaine in it? Like, I'm serious. I, I need to know a little bit more details of how they know what people want the cocaine in their popcorn. The affidavit state, place mall, the informant told cops, that they entered the mall and Henniker put the cocaine in a popcorn bag. Popcorn was then placed in the bag. The informant turned the popcorn bag over to police who say that the cocaine Henniker sold on July 21st. Guys, I'm sorry. I've been working in radio for a really, really long time. And you're not going to get any type of delivery when it comes to reading the news. You know, everybody says that Robin Quivers is the greatest, like, you know, newscaster when it comes to being on the radio. But listen to the way she delivers the line July 21st. On July 21st, weighed 0.406 grams. According to court records, Henniker previously had been convicted of obstruction, theft, malicious punishment of a child, DWI, and drug possession. What do you get? A bag of heroin with your goobers? Don't forget to watch Tuttle's podcast at youtube.com backslash Tuttle. T-U-D-D-L-E. That's Tuttle. See y'all later. It's the Queen of the South. Go big or go home. Thank you, Miss Queen of the South. More of her coming up at the end of the show in the last segment where I interview her a little bit because I, I want you guys to be able to get to know her. I got to tell you, there is some pretty interesting stuff that I just scratched the surface on. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Great news, folks. You now have the chance to see the face in front of that sexy voice. <sighs> right you are, sir. The Tuttle Daily Podcast streams Monday to Friday on YouTube. Anything can happen at the Hobo Fish Camp. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay, sir. That's enough. <sighs> okay. So go to YouTube.com slash Tuttle. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell button so you're notified anytime Tuttle goes live. Good job, sir. Questions? Comments? Concerns? Compliments? Or do you just want to tell Tuttle to fuck off? In any event, contact Tuttle. Tuttle at gmail.com. It's uh, Tuttle with two Ds, dumbass. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Haven't had an interview in a while because my producer has been busy taking care of his military duties. And this is one of the first ones that I've had since he has been back. And I'm excited about this one. On the line with me right now is William Hunter. Hey, uh, do you like to be called Bill? William? Like, uh, Bill's fine. All right. I, you know, I, I just like to make sure. So, Bill, yeah. how are you today, man? Where, where are you calling from today? I'm good. And I'm calling from Toronto. What is the weather like right now up in Toronto? Is it still cold? 
or having kind of a not a great spring it's maybe i think it was eight degrees celsius today yeah so not great but yeah well well guess what here in central florida right now you know we don't even get spring it just jumps (laughs) straight to summer Right. Uh, it is 94 degrees Holy right now smokes. with with a hundred percent humidity. <laughs> now, now, Bill, I tell people about yourself. Tell people how they can find your content, any of your social media, website, podcast, whatever it may be. The floor is yours, my friend. Great. Well, I run a, uh, uh, sorry, I run a website that's dedicated to the history of video games. Mm-hmm. It's called the Dot Eaters. And it uh, covers is the that history. a Pac-Man thing? It is exactly. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you got the reference. Um, it uh, uh, covers video games from uh, systems that are before Pong from the 50s all the way up to around the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah, that NES man. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I remember the first gaming system that I ever got. Yep. I ended I ended up breaking my left arm, my my left wrist roller skating, okay? Yep. And you know, living in Florida, we go down to the springs all the time to go swimming, but I obviously couldn't do that that summer because I had a cast on my hand. Right. And my parents bought me the original NES. And that was my first gaming system. And and it really did change my life. Like the nostalgia of it i mean i mean is that one of the most important gaming systems to come well, out it's, it's interesting because uh the nes it certainly wasn't the first video game system video games had i think it's something like a 10 year let's see 86 76 well you so had maybe, the atari yeah, the Texas yeah exactly Internet. yeah so maybe a 15 year history before the nes but you know you could call it a super important console because video games had crashed uh, in North America when uh, before it was released in the 83, 84, there was like it, video games got wiped out. Like they're gone. Uh, people still bought them, you know, at, at discount prices, but all the manufacturers, all the uh, companies that made the systems, made the games, they're all went out. They all left and it was just decimated. All right. I didn't mean to interrupt you. So uh, you yeah. go ahead and continue with your plugs uh, because I got so many questions for you. <laughs> That's cool. So yeah, uh, the dot ears. And then I, um, I ran a podcast uh, for about three years called nerd stocking. All right. It, see, you yeah. see now was it nerd? I thought it was, see, I was a little confused because the way you got to be careful, the way that you name your uh web url because at first i thought it was nerds talking but you're saying it's nerd stalking like i i'm 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 i i just i wasn't for sure yeah well it's the i guess the reason why i kind of like that name was it had a depending on how you pronounce it, it had different meanings uh i always call it nerd stalking uh, I kind of, when I say it, I want to walk the line between being a stalker of nerds and just yeah. n- a bunch of nerds talking, but I guess really the, the real meaning of it is nerds talking. Cause when it started, it was a, a, a round table, literally all of us around a table. Uh, there's five of us when we started and we just talk about pop culture stuff. The first episode was, uh, I just thought I'd start Oh, if I'm doing a podcast, uh, for nerds, then I'll just do the Star Trek versus Star Wars debate. So that was the first. That was the yeah. First you're you're episode. you're a big Star Trek guy, right? I am. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, I mean, I I don't even have to ask you like what's better, Star Wars or Star Trek. Well, I tend to be agnostic, like uh, when it comes to Star Trek and Star Wars. I mean, they're both they're they have different uh, reasons for being. Uh, Star Trek is more science fiction. Star Wars, I don't think I'd ever really term it as science fiction. It's more fantasy. Yeah. It's like George Lucas's version of Lord of the Rings. But uh, I think personally, I just kind of like Star Trek more. I like, I'm also a huge fan of the Twilight Zone as well. And I think they both do the same thing where they take a look at humanity and they sp- you know, they finger all the problems that are going wasn't on with humanity. The, wasn't the first interracial kiss? It was on Star Trek yeah. because I've always heard that rumor. It was. And uh, it was funny. They, uh, the, they, even though it was sort of the episode was 
that you know Kirk was being forced to kiss Uhura for the you know entertainment of these aliens. By the so way, was she kind- was hot. I thought she was hot back then. <laughs> she yeah. was. Uh, it was couched that he was being forced to do it. Um, but uh, man, that's studio- a bad look. Like, like they're 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 making it seem like it was a punishment. Yeah, exactly. To the kiss studio- a hot ass black woman. That's right. And the studio was still waffling on it, and uh, they wanted to do it where he didn't really kiss her, or whatever. And he, they to um, to appease the network guys and the sponsors, I guess they uh, did it so that they did a bunch, try to do a bunch where he wasn't kissing her, but Shatner purposely fluffed those shots. So they'd have to use the one where he, he was kissing mm-hmm. Aurora. Now, do you think they actually do? Because Kirk was not, I wouldn't, I, I don't know. Was he, was he married back then or was he a bachelor? I'm not uh, really sure time? about Shatner at that point in time. I'm because, not sure when he got married. Because if he was single, I bet <laughs> he was slaying the ass though, man, <laughs> as Captain Kirk. It was. And I bet Kirk has got a humongous dick. I, I, I could almost guarantee you. But I would also think that he's probably uncircumcised as well, too. Well, like, he's Jewish. Shatner yeah. at least is Jewish. So, yeah, but I mean, odds are good. All right. So then then he then he is cut then. All right. So. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, so Star Trek, you know, I've always been a big fan of it. Yep. Um, one of my favorite ones of uh, wh- all right. So, what's your take on Picard? And not the TV show, but the character. Do do you compare to Kirk? Where does Picard come in? Well, again, I'm kind of agnostic. I don't uh, try to pin. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a shirt right now. Can't see red it. shirt because we're wearing a red shirt. <laughs> wearing you might shirt. die. You, you might die soon. <laughs> I'm doomed, but I have a shirt with Picard on it, and he's yelling and he's saying, "There are full lights." From a TNG episode. Mine, but, mine uh, was, didn't he always say, make it so? Yeah, exactly. Or, or engage. Yeah, yeah I, would, I always <laughs> love that. But his voice as well, too. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite bromances is with him and uh, Ian McKellen. Oh, Don't yeah, they hang yep. out a lot they all the do, time? Yeah, they made yeah. lots of videos and TikTok videos and stuff. Two old white guys on TikTok. Now, all right. So, so I, I always, I, my, my favorite Star Trek movie was the one with the boards, though. Um, what the hell? What you, I don't even know what number that was. Uh, you're thinking about First Contact? Yeah. For, uh, yeah. Yes, it might have been. But I'm talking yeah. about with the boards, you know, uh, that were trying to assimilate like everybody. Oh, so, right on the that, show. Yep. Yeah, did not. Well, I didn't. They they did a movie. I they thought they did. It was called First Contact, where the board goes back. Okay, in time. so it was. Yeah. What What did you think of the newest ones that they did? Yeah, um, the J.J. Abrams ones. Yeah, the J.J. Abrams yeah. ones. What, well, what did you it, think of those? What's funny is, uh, for some reason, Star Trek Beyond, which was the last one, gets a really bad rap. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was. I uh, love them. Any yeah. movie that can fit Beastie Boys into <laughs> exactly. uh, defeating an alien yeah. race. And the girl like, who plays yeah. uh, uh, Jayla, uh, Sophia, whatever, I can't remember her last name. but Oh, she, she was great in Kingsman. So, yeah, exactly. Yep. yep. A lot of people don't realize how real athletic she yeah. is, though. Like, yeah. she does most of her own stuff. Uh, I also am a big fan of Idris Elba. And, oh, yeah. and I didn't yep. realize until after that movie, I was like, holy crap, Idris played the, the guy because he had so yeah. much makeup on. Yeah, exactly. There was a flashbacks where he, when he was still the captain of the Franklin, I guess uh, you could see that. Yeah, I was probably high or drunk whenever I was watching (laughs) it. So um, now I want to get back into video games. So now my my favorite video game of all time, I I love the adventure games. Yep. Uh, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Are you uh, like a fan of Legend of Zelda? For sure. Yeah. What was your favorite one? Because I'll tell you mine first, and I want to see like uh yep. my my favorite Zelda game. Of course, everybody's gonna go for the original, but I think the one that is the best and had the best story was a link to the past. Right. That was uh it was good. I um have to say uh Wind Waker is second. I love yeah. Wind Waker. Like I yeah. know a lot of people hated the cartoonish yep. look for sure, but I absolutely love it. Had a great story, Wind Waker. That's this oh, epic, epic opening where it talks about the people that were destroyed by this force. And then you know, it was really had an epic kind of opening and storyline to it, which really propelled you through. 
you know, I'm I'm such a big Legend of Zelda fan, and and I do a lot of reading about it. Is that yep. everybody th- everybody thinks the games came out in chronological order, but they they really have yeah. like there's this whole like sometimes Link isn't timeline. really yeah sometimes Link isn't really even Link is somebody else or or know, it's a descendant or something yeah, exactly like that. yeah yep but yeah no uh, I like that one Upward Sword was really really good uh, the only one that I never got a chance to play because I went through my phase of playing a lot of athletics I never got to play. Uh, what was uh, the Majora's Mask one? Oh, yeah. I don't think I, I don't think I ever got a chance to play that one. Wow, that's good too. It's uh, darker. It's a uh, definitely a darker view of uh, Hyrule than uh, than the other ones. I think I have to say that the first one I really played though, uh, all the way through, was Twilight Princess on the Wii. Oh damn it! That would god damn! I forgot about that one too. Yeah. That that was such a good one. It was good. Now. What, in your opinion, is one of the most important video games in the history of video games? The one like that changed it. Yeah. Just, games or the consoles? Just video games, consoles, whatever it may be. Right. Uh, well, I'd have to say um, the Atari VCS because it really did. Uh, again, even it wasn't the first video game console, but we, it definitely we, established a market for it. We were white trash. I had a Texas instrument. <laughs> I don't know if you even like the, knew yeah, what the TI, the TI, yeah. uh, whatever for four, uh, nine, 99.4a or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I was, I, I get on TikTok a lot and I watch yep. a lot of these motivational people and they say mm-hmm. that the uh, invention of being able to save video games made kids softer because they could always pause or they could restart if they died right now like some of these other video games like if you died you had to start all the way at the beginning again yep you know i i don't know what 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 is your thoughts on that well what's interesting is uh you're mentioning uh um link um legend of zelda and uh, The Legend of Zelda on the NES, I think it was the first game that had a bag- battery backup where you could actually save your spot. So it was this, kind of the first one that started uh, on consoles at the time, at least, that you could save. Well, that game to- would have been impossible <laughs> to, to finish like without having yeah. to save. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we used to have these video game competitions back, like when, you know, when they had movie rentals and game rentals that you could rent games and stuff. Yep. And this was this little small mom and pop place that, that, you know, had these video game competitions and I wanted to be in them. And my mom and dad was like, well, uh, we'll let you, but you got to beat Mike Tyson's punch out for the first time. <laughs> And I, I sat up all night and I woke them up because it was like one o'clock in the morning. And I, I finally beat Mike Tyson. Well, and, and that was like, oh, hell yeah. One of the best accomplishments. It, you know, I mean, I, at the time, it was one of the greatest accomplishments. It would be really sad if that's the biggest accomplishment that I've ever made <laughs> in my life. But at the time, I was like, hell yeah. The world is my oyster. Did you did you ever play that? Uh, yeah. Well, I played uh, Punch Out in the arcade. I uh, but I'm that didn't have say, Mike Tyson though. Did no, it? Uh, it was a bald bull. It was, I no, I thought it was Mr. Dream. Oh, I you're thought. right. It was Mr. Dream at the end. That's right. Yeah. So I, you know, I have to say I I haven't owned an, I didn't own a NES until about maybe four years ago. I uh, I was a PC gamer through all that time. I had an Atari. I sold that. I got a ColecoVision and I uh, sold the ColecoVision and I, with that, I bought a, a Commodore 64 computer and I was a computer gamer mm. for all that time. What was your first mobile gaming system? Game Boy? Uh, game Boy was mine. And I got to tell you, that's when my mom got into gaming. Yep. I got to tell you, my mom was a pro. There were two games that my mom played. She ended up playing uh, Tetris. Yep. Like she could go all the way to the highest level with the blocks stacked up all the way. And Dr. Mario. I don't know if you ever remember yep. that game yep. as with well. The pills, too. Right? Yep. Yeah. With the pills and stuff. You know, that's probably why we have the uh, uh, pain pill 
uh, epidemic here exactly. in the United Opioid. States. Blame, it on, yeah. blame, it, blame, blame uh, that game on the opioid epidemic. Yeah, Dr. Mario <laughs> was pushing Oxycontins out there. That's, exactly. that's you know, Oxycontins was the one that would just exactly. blow up any of those viruses and stuff. But yeah, she was a pro at it, man. It, w- it was crazy how good she was at Tetris and Dr. Mario. Yeah, what's funny is my wife uh, isn't a real gamer, but uh, when we got uh, Plants vs. Zombies, the original on uh, yeah, know, that was an addictive one. Uh, I was playing it with my boys, and then I went to see what my wife how, how far she got, and she's on this rooftop with a, a effing, uh, um, you know, the power pylon. She's swinging at this big monster, I'm like holy smoke, she's gotten all the way to the end. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, dude, I could sit here and I could talk to you about gaming. Now, um, yep. everybody remembers, I, I, I know you can get this, but what was the Contra password for 99 lives? Oh, my gosh. I can't, I can't remember that. But the, oh, the, wait, the, you the can, Konami code. Yeah. Up, up, <laughs> down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, start. I think. That's amazing. I could, I could be wrong. Good work. Good work. Yeah, I and I, I used to be able to remember the the code to be able to go straight to Mike Tyson too, but I yeah, right. uh, I can barely remember my social security number as it <laughs> I is. I know that so. if you're when you played uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon, if you renamed people uh, Nelson Rockefeller, you'd get like it'd give you like a million bucks. Hey, what what are your thoughts on some of these games like Imposter? Have you have you had a chance to play that at all? Or I don't think so. Or, no, you haven't. Is that the yeah, one that, where the you're on the spaceship? Yes, and then and then one person is the imposter, yeah, and everybody else has to start. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean that one was really good. You know what really really helped me out, and this will be the last thing because I I don't want to keep you on too long, but I want to start having you on as like a recurring guest because I mean you're really really good and knowledgeable at everything that I'm throwing at you right now. Well, that sounds uh, great. Well, um, Jesus, I already let. Oh, so. I, uh, I, I've been sober since like 2019. Okay. Congratulations. Now, now the first two weeks was like physical withdrawals. Okay. Yep. But after that, it was when I was bored, I was like, fuck, I gotta have a drink. I gotta do this. Mm-hmm. And I, and I figured out if I keep myself busy and I played Minecraft so much. Yep. And everybody was, everybody was clowning me like you're you're 38. What the fuck are you doing playing <laughs> Minecraft? And I'm like, listen, buddy, it's keeping me sober right now. Right, I'm out yeah. here. I'm out here mining for diamonds, trying to make a full diamond uh, armor suited plate. So leave right. me alone. I'm about to replace. I'm about to put a third story on my house here. Right. So you know what, buddy? I'm not drinking. I'm creating. Right. Yeah. That's so, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, William, tell people once again how they can check out any of your stuff and interact with you, especially your social media and stuff. Absolutely. Well, like I said, uh, my website's called The Dot Eaters. It's at thedoteaters.com. Um, if you go to Facebook, it's uh, The Dot Eaters. Our Twitter and Instagram uh, uh, names are uh, at Dot Eaters. And then there's the uh, Nerd Stocking Podcast, which uh, if you put one word Nerd Stocking Podcast in Google, you'll find it. Oh, very, very cool, man. Well, listen, I'm glad that you joined me. I really, really appreciate the time. I hope you enjoyed this interview, my friend, and I hope you have a great day. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Just get in touch with me if you want to do it again. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will, I will definitely have my producer reach out. Absolutely. Thanks so much. All right, man. Have a good day. Hey, you too. Orlando Weekly, Best of Orlando. Write the Tidal Daily Podcast in the category for Best Podcast Not on the Radio. Visit Tidal.net where you'll find a direct link so you can't complain that it's too complicated. And if you don't live in Orlando, no problem. If you're a supporter of the show from anywhere around the world, you can vote too. Wish you could have just flown and had your vehicle arrive a day or two later so you can enjoy more time doing what's important to you? Well, you can. Just give Starfire Transport a call. Let the professionals do the driving while you're flying. Starfire Transport specializes in RV and auto transport. They'll also haul watercraft from boats to PWCs, cargo trailers, and more. Service available throughout the continental United States. So don't wait. Call Brian today at 574-349-4193. 
or 989-751-6106 for your next move. 10% off for veterans past or present. Also, make sure to tell them Tuttle sent you for an additional discount. That's Starfire Transport. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Hey, what's up, guys? Last segment of today's Tuttle Daily Podcast. Make sure you go to my website, Tuttle.net. I, I know that a lot of you guys are probably getting tired of me bringing this up. But if you guys could just do me a favor, I know that you guys have already done so much for me by word of mouth telling people about the Tuttle Daily Podcast or donating to the cause by going to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. I look today and I am officially under 75 hours is all I need. Less than 74 hours is all that I need to be able to get monetized. And you guys will be able to super chat when it comes to my Tuttle Daily Podcast live streams that I do at 8. So make sure you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure you subscribe and hit that bell button because when you hit that bell button, it's going to alert you anytime I go live or I upload any new content. But back to what I was saying, that you guys have already helped me out enough. So I completely understand if you're like, oh, Tuttle, Jesus Christ, how much stuff are you going to ask of us? I just want to be nominated when it comes to Orlando Weekly's Best of Orlando, Best Podcast, Not on the Radio. Because like I said, Tom and Dan, they're going to win it. I am nowhere, nowhere on the same level or same caliber of Tom Van or Daniel Dennis. But they also got a lot of years ahead of me when it comes to the whole podcast thing. So that's why I just want to be nominated. You, you, if I, I want to see my name up there, I want to see Funny to Informing's name up there, and I also want to see a, a, a mediocre time with Tom and Dan. So go to my website, Tuttle.net, there is a banner there. You click on that banner for Orlando Weekly, and it's going to take you right to the voting page. But you're going to have to write me in. And when you write me in, make sure you write me in as the Tuttle Daily Podcast. So earlier in the show, I told you I had a little, uh, you know, it's a short little interview, like an introduction for the new uh, newscaster. For the Tuttle Daily Podcast, the Queen of the South. And I, I also did not want to push it. Because, you know, like most of the time with women, I either come on too strong or I don't come on at all. I always wait. I don't want to make an ass of myself because I'm such a pussy. But I, I, I think I did a really, really good interview and I found out some interesting details about the Queen of the South. <laughs> While I have you here, I, I, I want to interview you, okay? A lot of people are loving your segment here. Now, do you, do you really think that the cancel culture has gotten a little out of control? Hell yeah, it's ridiculous. Now, I also, I, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about this, okay? So... My dating history has been pretty bad since my divorce, okay? Uh, you know, it, it, it almost seems like the Me Too movement. Listen, I, I know that women get sexually harassed. They get sexually assaulted, and, and it's horrible. Whoever does that is scumbags. But but what I want to ask you is that um, do, do you think it's gone too far in one direction where guys are, are actually scared to, like, it's to the point where you can't even tell a, a, a woman that she looks attractive now with, without, you know, offending them. Oh, most definitely. Um, I'd, I'd tell my son today that uh, you need to be careful with anything that you do concerning a woman or a young girl because God only knows what, what you're going to get accused of. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's almost to the point where you got to get somebody to uh, notarize a, a consent form just to get physical with somebody. Um, you know, like I've I've even been in situations where, like, since my divorce, you know, you you meet somebody and and you're like, oh, they're, they're, for example, there was this one girl that I was seeing for a little bit. She actually said, oh, I never make the first move. So the next day I was like innocently asked, I said, hey, uh, how would you feel about me taking you out on a real date? You know, because we've only hung out a little bit. And she got offended by that. Like, I mean, did I do anything wrong by that? No, because if you don't ask somebody if they like to go out, how are they going to know? Communication is everything. But but do but but you can almost see where I'm saying, though, is like, you know, Women, uh, yes, they deserve equal rights and all that stuff. But now I, I just feel like we've kind of gone a little too far sometimes. Like guys, guys are good guys are underappreciated now, in my opinion. Good guys are definitely underappreciated. And it's ridiculous that the same thing's not being done towards women that's being done towards men. Because there's women that are out there being forward towards the men and then they're in effect asking for it and when they get it then they go screaming that something was done to them incorrectly or or maybe trapping them you know like you know oh i i got this guy on the hook you know i i, I want to i'm not saying this is all i'm not painting with a broad brush or anything i i just while i had you here i wanted to be able to talk to you to get your opinion because the audience is absolutely uh loving you so far after your first news report that you did now let's i can can we go a little bit because people want to know a little bit about you okay so where did you grow up at i grew up in macon georgia but eventually i ended up living in charlotte north carolina and actually later ended up going to college up in the blue ridge mountains what did you what what did, what did you go to school for i went to school for radio broadcasting wait are, are you serious wait you're for real I'm for real. No kidding. Now, I we were syndicated up in Macon, Georgia, uh, when I worked at Real Radio 104.0. And I got to tell you, I, I'm not saying anything bad about your hometown, but man, oh man, it, it's, it's, there are some bad areas in there. Oh, there's some really bad areas in Macon. There's some nice areas, but there's also some bad ones. All right. So how have you, you've been married before? Yes, I have been married before to a man that was 12 years older than me. Oh, all right. So, so man. All right. So, how do you catch the eye of a guy? Now, how old were you at the time? Like, you know, 12 years. Uh, th see, there's a big difference. Okay. Now, 12 years, like, if the guy was 28 and he was a teenager and you're a teenager, again, that, that's a problem. But, like, how old were you? I was 15. Oh my God! Wait a minute. So this this is interesting. Okay. So now back then was that something acceptable? And and I'm not saying back then like oh my God she's old or whatever. No, but like at, was it acceptable back then? It was acceptable back then. Did 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 the guy like did did your parents care or whatever? Well, I'm sure that my dad wasn't real thrilled about it. <laughs> Now, all right, so so your your dad, so was your dad like the stereotypical Southern guy, very protective of his daughters uh, and stuff? My dad was insistent that you go into the dinner at 6 o'clock and sit down at the table and eat, and that a woman was there to be spoken to, and she wasn't supposed to talk back and to be barefoot and pregnant <laughs> well i'm 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 not laughing at that but i mean that that is that is the stuff that that we're talking about now um so what are you thinking like i mean are you are you liking doing the new stuff like i mean we've recorded a few that are going to be playing here real soon i love doing the news i've always wanted to do the news ever since i was young 
Well, I got to tell you, we've had a lot of great comments from people. They they were like, man, you got a star on your hands. This is so much better than the regular professional. And I'm not saying you're not professional, but the, the professionals, they're just too dry, fuddy-duddy. They, they don't give their real opinions on things. And I think that people really, really like the realness of you. Well, I'm happy that I'm making people out there happy. I appreciate all my fans. All right, guys. Uh, be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. So before we wrap up the show, I want to talk a little bit about Mother's Day yesterday. And by the way, uh, any of the Tuttle Daily Podcast supporters out there that are mothers, I hope you guys had a wonderful Mother's Day. I don't think that mothers get enough appreciation. And I, I've talked about this before. You know, guys kind of get the short end of the stick when it comes to holidays. They they really, really do. Because, you know, if you forget or you don't get something for your dad on his birthday, it's not a big deal. Oh, dude, if you forget your mom's birthday, oh, good luck. Good luck. And Father's Day is the same way. Father's Day, the, the dads get the shittiest gifts. It's usually like mostly gag gifts, stuff like that, a tie. No, moms, they get the flowers, the chocolate. They get taken out to dinner. And I, I, I've made jokes in the past about how guys have gotten the, you know, the, the short end of the stick when it comes to the holidays. But the more and more I look at it, you know, moms, moms are so important. They are, you know, mo most of the time, dads are the ones that do all the punishing. But for the most part, kids want to make their mothers proud. They want to take care of their mother. And it was it was a little bit of a weird Mother's Day this year, especially with my dad not being around. I don't want you to think he, he hasn't died, but he's in the hospital. His uh, mind really, really has not gotten any better. But physically, like, he's doing much, much better. All the physical problems are out of the way. It's just right now... The mind is just not there. So I spent the day with my mom. My dad's brother, Uncle Harold, came down, took us out to lunch. We went to Goodrich's. And if, you, if you're a fan of seafood and you are in the uh, southeast area of Volusia County, around Oak Hill, Edgewater, go to Goodrich's. I'm telling you, you are not going to find any better seafood than what you can at Goodrich's. But for the most part, I just wanted to be around my mom. You know, she she's not doing the best that she can right now. And, and that's understandable. Because I've talked about this. My, my parents have been married for 47 years. I, I, I can't even imagine what it would be like to see your partner in the type of situation that my dad is in after 47 years of marriage. Because for the most part, a lot of those marriages, and you know what? I'm in that group. I, I made it just 10 years. And it makes me feel like such a failure that my parents have been married for 47 years and I, could, I barely made it to 10. So, yeah, I get that my mom is having a tough time. I just wanted to be around her. And you also got to remember, if you've been listening to the show, my mom found out that she has to have a growth removed that is cancer. So it, it's it, when it rains, it pours. Or it's just a shit storm on top of a shit storm. It is a Cat 5 shit storm hurricane 
Kind of like Hurricane Andrew, just coming in and just wiping everything out. And that's exactly what I'm going through. And that's why I said that it was a weird, just, not weird, just different. It was just different because I, I wanted to be there for my mom. I have been strong through this whole thing. And the whole time I, I keep thinking, I was like, all right, do, do you need to start showing some type of emotion? Because if you don't, if you don't show emotion, you're going to look like a fucking sociopath, Patrick. And that's not the case. I, I've talked to some people about this and they, they said, you know what? You're doing the right thing. You're being strong. I, I'm just scared to death when this finally comes to a head. When my dad, look, I, I, I'm not saying if he does or when he does. I mean, it's going to happen one day. But, but what I'm saying is I'm hoping for the best planning for the worst and if this thing does happen i i'm i'm i just being brutally honest with you people i am afraid of what the pressure the 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 breaking point the boiling point whatever you want to call it how it's going to be i am a little afraid i and i'm being honest I didn't mean to go out on a sour note today, but I hope you enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys are safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by Starfire Transport, StitchYouUp.com, and PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show producer Vulture and co-host Sirach. Show voiceover service is brought to you by JCVoiceOver.com and The Little Cheese Show. Download and subscribe to The Little Cheese Show everywhere podcasts are found. If you want to help support the show, go to PayPal.me slash TuttleOnTheRadio. You have something you want to say? Tuttle at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's dot net. Thanks again for all your support and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.